can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Three, two, and go. Hello. Welcome. Hey there. This is the Talking Pools podcast show where we definitely don't fight with each other at all, ever. Ever. Not once. (laughs) In the entirety of the 10 years we've known one another, not even an argument. Nope. It's been great. Actually, that's a lie. There's been two... (laughs) It's been wonderful. There's been two in the last month. But hey, you know what? That's still pretty good for being friends for seven-ish, six and a half-ish, seven years. Our first. I'm rounding it up to a decade. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It's easier math that way. So yeah, for 10 years. But anyway, I'm Rudy Stankwitz. This is Andrea Nanini. Say hey. Hello. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Welcome to the Talking Bulls Podcast. Thank you for checking in with us this holiday Hello. week. Hope your Christmas was a freaking fantastic. Mine? Everyone's. Oh, well, mine yours, was okay. I hope theirs, everybody else had a great folks one. listening. Yeah, I hope it was extremely well. I hope every one of you got spoiled rotten. I know you bust your asses for a living, and I appreciate you. So I hope you got tons of stuff from Santa. Also, Couple of days coming up, New Year's Eve. Woot woot. Do you make a resolution? Nah. Nah? Have you ever? Um, you know, I used to when I thought it was cool. No, I mean, not actually, no. I've always like said I was going to, and then I never actually did. Although I did listen to this really good podcast called Before Breakfast, and she has this really great way of easing in to start doing new year's resolutions and i thought it was a pretty decent advice have you ever listened to that show i have not oh it's really really good the episodes are only like eight minutes long each so it's like super quick super condensed info it's not not like it's hard to listen to at all and she usually has some really great tips about like organization and um getting your shit together kind of tracking your time which obviously i need to listen to her a lot more but (laughs) (laughs) I try. That's the uh, the David Van Brunt method, eight-minute episodes. That works yeah. well for him. Yeah. I just can't cover a topic in eight minutes, not in-depthly in as we do. Well, I feel like we could probably do it if we stuck to some kind of structure, but we're like, we're just chaotic all over the fucking place, so there's no way it's going to work out. You're not the only one. I know a lot of times people and myself say, oh, Andrea, look, shiny light. Ah, But I do the same thing, just in the other direction. So we both have a shiny light problem. And I know a lot of you out there do too. And you mentioned this great podcast you saw about, you listened to about making New Year's resolutions. There was also a great one about psychic predictions. Oh, yes. That was uh, which was last us. week. That was last fun. Friday. Fun, fun, fun. I With really enjoyed Psychic that. advisor. 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 Brenda. Brenda. She was lovely. I'll tell you what. I was impressed with the business advice she gave. Oh, yeah. 
All of it. I wasn't ready. And then Joe Trustee asked a hard question. Mm. And she came back with an answer without skipping a beat. Well, I think you kind of have to when you're in her line of work, because I feel like that's just kind of the shit people get want to give you. Whether you believe in her readings of the cards or not, what we ended up with was a solid 45 minutes of fantastic business advice for folks in the industry with questions about what 2024 has to bring. So if you get a chance and you want to hear it, check back on that one. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. For sure. What's going on, guys? Peter Paul, guy, Coachella Valley Pools, Ding Dolls, Tipper Day, Tipper Day. They tip. Don't worry about nobody else. Don't worry about how good they're doing. Don't worry about how great they're doing or how bad they're doing or how their business is succeeding and yours is not. Don't compare yourself to other businesses. God has a plan for you. Your business is where it needs to be at the time. If you feel you need to elevate your business, then elevate the business by putting in work. You see what I'm saying? But don't worry about nobody else. You don't get richer by being jealous of other people. So focus on you. You feel what I'm saying? Tip of the day. Tip of the day is courtesy of Coachella Valley Pools on Instagram. And today that we're recording is Tuesday. So I actually did not work today. And I'm probably going to be punching myself in the face for it later come Friday. Um, or at least, at least next week. If, if not Friday, I'm definitely going to hate myself next Tuesday. Um, this was your choice not to work today. It was my choice, but it was also like rainy, you know, and it's like, I understand, you know, people say we're going to get wet anyway and you still got a vacuum, blah, blah, blah. I was given the option. It was not, you know, it wasn't one of those things where it was like, no, you have to. And I just kind of called out. No, I was given the option. I will pay for it and I will not complain later. But I am going to go to some of my Tuesday pools tomorrow so they don't get skipped a whole week because that will be really shitty. Rain in Florida is an interesting thing because it used to happen one way and it doesn't happen that way anymore so much. It used to be that every day at four o'clock, no matter what, there was a torrential downpour for like 30 minutes and then it went away. That's summer rain. Does that still occur in your area? That's summer rain. Right now we're in the winter time, so it's a little different. Right. But that used to happen here where I am in Florida as well. And that has not happened here in years. Ooh, no, that happens here. About about every day, three o'clock. Yeah. It used to be the same, like clockwork. You could count on it. You set your schedule around it. Now I have to do my routes backwards sometimes because there's some pools that just every time I go there, it's raining for like three, three, four weeks, five weeks in a row. And it's hard. I don't, you know, whatever. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, northern Florida sees more of the gloomy northeast rain weather That's where it's it gray now. all day and you get light sprinkles that are kind of cold like the winter rain that's except we see that in the summer too the torrential downpours not as much no that's what you just described the gray cold drizzle that's what's happening today right now so let me ask you this you are one of the few pool pros that i know of and you did this by choice that worked on christmas eve I did. It was a Sunday this year. So not only did you work on a Sunday in the winter, you worked on Christmas Eve. What the fuck is that about? Well, I only did one 
I only went to one pool on Christmas Eve, but I did work a whole last day Saturday, Christmas Eve Eve. So you worked the whole weekend. I did. I only was had this by choice yesterday and today. Yes. <clears throat> well, so well, that's good. The reason, well, I you know I was compensated, but it's not like I volunteered for it. But um, yeah. So they asked me, and I agreed because you know who wouldn't for some extra cash. We're going to force you to clean pools, and we're going to give you more money while you're doing it. Now get out there. I was given a I was given a choice. Basically, three startups and like an algae, like a green to clean in a fountain, kind of a big fountain. But I just used a bunch of trichlor, as we all know that I like to do. So it shouldn't be an issue when anybody goes there. Which I'm surprised you never catch any shit for. What do you mean? They gave it to me. In the podcast, in the groups, the amount of trichlor that you pump into swimming pools, there never seems to be a backlash for you. There was a little people. while. Yes. There there is there is some. Don't you must be not be up in all of my comments. <laughs> there there is a lot. There is quite a bit. Don't don't go saying there's none. <laughs> not your keeper. Don't go saying there's none. Well, I can tell you this, we don't get emails about it. Oh, well, that's I know good. I see those. Maybe we will. No one once has said, why is Andrea skyrocketing the cyanuric acid level in her pools? What's up with that? Nobody ever said that shit. Well, see, I've had this discussion with people in some of my threads. And what I what I say to everybody is, <laughs> if it's not good for your pool, then don't use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's, if it's 100% not going to work in your pool, then don't use it. Use something else. However- Okay. You it's, need to, you, no, no, it, no, no. You, you said something good, but I need you to ex- break it down more. What you mean? Barney style. What do you mean? What do you mean, mean? If it's not good in your pool, don't use it. That sounds like it could be a blanket statement, well, but it's not. I know where you're going with it, so I want you to explain uh, it. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, b- bottom line. I don't want you to stutter. <laughs> bottom line, every pool is different, right? We all know this. There will never Thank be you. anything more true than that, okay? So when I say if it's not good for your pool, if it's like you like you just said, if it's going to jack up your cyanuric acid level, if it's going to tank your alkalinity, for example, if it's if it's a brand new plaster pool and you're afraid it might fuck up the surface, you know what I'm saying? Like there are reasons for you to not use it. Go ahead and use something else. Use Calhypo. It's a little less harsh. Um pH wise, it's obviously not going to add any cyanuric acid to it. You know, that's what I mean. If it doesn't work for your pool, don't use it. I'm in South Florida. We were literally just talking about how much it rains. We have summer rain and we have winter rain and we have pre-summer rain and we have after winter rain. It rains a lot here. So pools get the water replaced like quite fast, quite easily. So you know, that's what I mean. So high cyanuric acid levels. I don't think there's really anyone in in Florida. And if there are, let us know. Talkingpools at gmail.com if you disagree with me. Uh, Rudy said we just didn't, we don't get enough emails. I think, I don't know if you heard him or not. Don't get enough emails complaining about you using trichlor. <laughs> well, now, now we're going to. So anyway, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. If it's, if it's going to, if it's going to be bad for your pool, then then don't use it. I'm not saying you have to use it. That's the only way. No, I'm saying it is a great, fast, easy, 
cheap. I don't know about cheap. I mean, if you charge the customer properly, you know, maybe cost effective because you're probably using less and you can charge more for it than any of the other chemicals because I I believe it's more expensive than CalHypo, right? So like you could charge the customer more. I don't know, whatever. I'm not good on that front. But all I know is that my boss said, hey, there's a green ass fountain. Here's some trichlor. We know you can do it. We know you love trichlor. Have at it. Give it a go. And so I did. And then there were three startups. So I went and brushed and um, added chemicals and stuff. Very good. So, and along the lines of what we spoke about before, because everybody knows that I'm a huge proponent of that doctor-patient relationship with the pool. Yes, absolutely. You're the doctor bedside with the patient. The pool is your patient. You determine what your patient needs. The patient you're seeing now doesn't need what the one before you needed or the next one will need it. There's no just blanket medicine. It's personalized. You treat the person. Just because they live next door to each other, too, doesn't mean they get the same shit. So you treat the pool. Now, before we continue, I would like to apologize to the countries of Australia and New Zealand, especially those in Western Australia, South Australia, New South Wales, Queensland, Tasmania, Victoria, Jervis Bay Territory, the Australian capital, for not getting to say good morning or good afternoon to you on Christmas. We are sorry. It will never happen again. May I, may I offer an apology in the vid? Does anybody, have you heard of Neil the Seal? I'm going to have to ask um, Lee and Peter if they've heard of Neil the Seal. Neil the Seal? Is yeah. that an Australian thing? It's He's in Tasmania. And it's the most adorably hilarious. If you go on TikTok right now and look for Neil the Seal, he's an elephant seal that just has been... <laughs> They say terrorizing this town. I mean, it's adorable. He's adorable, right? Oh, you're looking at it? Yes, I'm trying to go. I haven't found it yet, but I was looking. But go, go ahead. Keep speaking. Go on. Go on. Tick the, he's on the TikToks. Neil the Seal. Anyway, he he like this one lady couldn't even go to work because the, the seal was sleeping behind her car and she couldn't drive. <laughs> she couldn't drive because the seal was blocking her car and there's like all these videos of him attacking traffic cones and like parking bumpers and stuff and he's like always in the road and they have to like shoo him away and like beat their horn at him and stuff it's hilarious i love it and for anybody that lives in australia whether it's our team of hosts or folks that are just tuning in and listening if anybody knows Teresa palmer she's an actress from australia please have her call into the show i don't know about your seal She's she's cutie. I think we need to donate a wallaby. I think it's slang for wannabe because it's only half the size of a real kangaroo. I don't know for sure. We'll have to get some clarification on the language. Have you not been to a zoo and seen the wallabies? They're cute. I have not, nor have I been to Australia, but it is on my list of places to go. I have so. I've met somebody from well in person, not just the talking pool. You met somebody in person from Australia. In person, like an actual person. One of my favorite movies as a little kid, and I even asked. We're gonna Peter have to and, cut all this I stuff know. out. The people in Australia are gonna hate us. <laughs> so what? That's probably why they listen to us. Rudy and Andrea will be right back with more Flock at Fridays after these messages. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. 
Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Are you struggling with maintaining clean and clear pool water and staying compliant with local agencies? Not to mention keeping up on your chemical supply and the time needed to care for your on-site water. Stop the struggle. The Leslie's Pro Commercial Team offers your business a one-touch national solution for healthy, clean and safe water. Our trusted advisors partner with your group to learn your business and provide consultative services to take care of your water needs. If your team is discussing guest safety, labor challenges, consistency in supply and cost, or education on water care, then connect with us today. Learn more about Leslie's pro and commercial benefits by emailing commercial at lesl.com. Again, that is commercial at lesl.com. Or click the link in the podcast notes of this episode. Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news, editorials, podcasts, videos, and more on the Pool Magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. Jack's Magic Products is your industry leader in identifying, removing, and preventing stains. How? With a range of high-performance, eco-friendly products, keeping pools safe, clean, and ready to use all year round. The Jack's Magic 3-Step Program is a quick and effective way to remove stains and scaling. First, we identify the problem, then our top quality products will remove the discoloration. Finally, our preventative solutions will keep your pool looking like new for much longer. Get helpful tips and check out our product catalog today at jacksmagic.com. Talking about swimming pools, there's a new horror movie coming out that everybody's all excited about, that everybody's all hell-bent about. It's coming out the first week of January, and this is, you know, I am a horror, horror movie. Can you say it? Go ahead, say it. Horror. Yeah, I can't do that. Horror. It always sounds like, even in my head when I say it, it sounds like that. Horror movie aficionado. And this is the first horror movie that I know of that I've seen. Horror? Horror? horror. Yeah. <laughs> that actually <laughs> dick. Anyway, this <laughs> this is the first horror movie where it's actually the swimming pool that the evil thing is actually the swimming pool. It's not an accompanying thing like in Poltergeist. Wait, so is it like the movie what's 
What's it's not an accompanying thing in La Llorona. The swimming pool is the villain? Go ahead. The swimming pool is the villain, yeah. Explain. I will as soon as I can find where this went. Hold on a second. Is it similar to something like that movie where the tire is a serial killer? What's that movie called? No, but I did watch one. I don't know about that, but I watched this one called Bad Weave. I think it's called Rubber or something. Did you see it was about this woman? This woman, she goes into a beauty salon and she gets this weave installed. And the weave starts attacking people all around her and protecting her and all kinds of shit. So this is the back of the back. It's just a bad weave, but it was a haunted weave. Okay, so this movie was called Rubber. It's a serial killer tire. It's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've not heard of this one. Who's in this? The serial killer tire. <laughs> uh, nobody that you hold on. Let me see. I'm on IMDb right now, but it's not coming up at the top of the thing. And I'm going to have to search. No for shit. It. <laughs> yeah. My daughter's actually seen it. She says it's ridiculous. Steven Spinella is in it. Ethan Cohn is in it. Why do I know who that okay, is? Those names sound familiar. Yeah, why do I know who Ethan Cohn is? I don't know. Uh, hold on, let me click on his. He kind of looks like Seth Green. Let me see. Let me see. I must just know his face. I know there was another one that we'd seen. Not while well, you're looking for that, not cutting you off. But there was another one I saw about a killer sofa where people sat. Oh, he in was it, in the show Monk. Them. I'm sorry, Monk. What? Okay, <laughs> who was he in Monk? In Monk, he was Kyle Larkin. Kyle Larkin. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I've never watched that show, but I just know it was on when I was watching a different show that was on at the same time. So I would catch little bits of it, but I wasn't I didn't like watch it, watch it. There's that movie 12 Foot Deep. We did the review on Mm. that was with Tobin Bell. He was the pool manager. He unknowingly closes the cover of the pool, traps people in there. And there's an ex-convict who screws with people in the pool. So the pool's just a, a side part to that. Right. Then in Poltergeist. Joe Beth Williams falls into the pool. This is the one where they used actual real skeletons where they were digging the pool for the family, but they never got to finish. And the skeletons just started popping up all over the place. Okay, I read that. They used real skeletons. Not fakes. They were actual. Yeah. So there's that. There was La Llorona, where the pool out back. This is in the um, the Conjuring series. You know, Wayne did a whole entire um, episode on pool's in horror movie or not horror specifically but just pools and movies just in movies yeah i heard that it was pretty interesting and then there's a couple other ones but this is the first one where the pool itself is the evil it is the villain the name of the movie is called night swim it's supposed to come out next week actually and i'm going to read to you a screen rant did a review so this is their they're they're just going to this i'm that's where i'm going to take the description of the movie so i'm just going to read this to you night swim aims to ruin swimming pools for everyone by turning a backyard refuge into a deadly place they must be making natural pools. The film was directed by. <laughs> the film. Let's start again. Night swim. I'm going to start again. I'm sorry about that. So, start screen, screen rant. <laughs> we do have that episode coming up at the end of January with Alan Schneck from BioNova, the largest manufacturer of natural pool making stuff. The end of January. Right now, I'm trying to get us. When are we recording this? We're not doing it. Tuesday at two fucking o'clock, are we? No, right now I'm trying, trying to get a. I'm working on getting a moderator for the episode, somebody who knows just as much about everything 
that is neutral that has no dog in the fight. Why can't I be the moderator? Because you're not neutral. You're not neutral, though. (laughs) I can be. You no. (laughs) All right, cloudy green swimming pool. You don't have an opinion. I think you do, whether they say they're cloudy or not. Anyway, back to this. Night Swim aims to ruin swimming pools for everyone by turning backyard refuge into a deadly place. Again, does still sound like natural pools to me. The film was directed by Bryce McGuire, who also directed and co-wrote the 2014 short from which it was adopted. The movie stars Wyatt Russell, Terry Condon, Emily... Hope Furley and Gavin Warren, and I'm certain Emily is Amali, and I messed up the entire name, as the Waller family, the neighborhood newcomers who discover they live on haunted ground. The Night Swim trailer creature points to a spooky adversary for the Waller family to face and to bring the rest of the film to life. McGuire got help producing partners Blumhouse you listen, you've seen a lot of Blumhouse films, right? I've seen a lot of Blumhouse films. I think the last, um, of, of, of the Shining movie was done by Blumhouse. The last one? Yeah, Maybe where he's there grown were up. more than just one? Dr. Sleep. That was the, the I've second only seen one the original the series. The most recent one. It was the, the little boy. Red rum, red rum. Right, all grown mm-hmm. up now. Uh-huh experiences and hangs on to a bunch of that stuff. Different movie. Anyway, they did part of that. Blumhouse. I do believe they also helped in producing the most recent Evil Dead movie, which you don't care about either. Anyway, back to this. So Blumhouse. orange drink when he ran out of vodka? Is this a joke? Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Okay. <laughs> I think you told anyway, that joke in one of the last ones, and I fucked it up one of the two Blumhouse times. Blumhouse and one. Atomic Monster. Blumhouse's Ryan Turk, in particular, helped McGuire realize his vision, bringing his wealth of experience, producing films like Insidious, The Red Door, Halloween Kills, and Megan, I know you saw that, to bear no, on Night Swim. Turk did Megan. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Megan. Megan, not Reagan. Reagan was from the Exorcist. I the said horror movie. Mithrigan. Going if you want. You don't listen. You don't listen. I said Mithrigan, Mithrigan not Regan. Megan. Anyway. Mithrigan. Okay, but they call Mithrigan Megan throughout the entire film. Turk did everything helping McGuire to stay on target story-wise, assisting the production to find the perfect swimming pool to haunt. So I watched the trailer. You should watch the trailer. Trailer looks fierce. This does look like it could be a killer swimming pool in this movie, which is long overdue. I think so. That sounds interesting. We've never actually had the swimming pool do the killing. Anyway, that's coming up in January. Go watch it. Let me know your thoughts. No spoilers in case uh, you won't get there before me. It doesn't matter. You can send me whatever you want. Send me your thoughts on it. We'll talk about it on the show if you want. If anybody from the show, any Blumhouse people or any of the people that apparently are making the natural pools that terrify folks in this film want to be on the show to talk about and brag about their show to get a little bit more promo, feel free to reach out and give us a call. Maybe you could be in the episode with us in Bionova. All righty then. On a different note, an entire swimming pool of water. That's usually what they are. Sometimes they're only half full. An entire swimming pool of water, an entire backyard swimming pool full of water is what it takes to process any payment that is made with Bitcoin takes in a single entire backyard swimming pool full of water to process that transaction. I know Wait, you're so sitting there thinking to yourself, well, how may that be? Or something similar, right? I was not thinking that. I was thinking that 
I'm thinking people use their swimming pools to make Bitcoin. I don't. Okay, that was similar to what I just said. So anyway, that's they say here, and this is from, who's this from? Mm-hmm. BBC News, right? So I'm just going to be talking about that for a second. It says that that's around 6 million times more water than is used in a typical credit card swipe. So the figure, that amount, the backyard full of swimming pool, it's the amount of water used to power and cool the millions of computers worldwide that Bitcoin relies on. What the fuck? It comes with a lot of struggles as people face water shortages. It says up to 3 billion people worldwide already experience water shortages, a situation which is expected to worsen in the decades. This is happening in Asia, but also in the U.S. In the U.S., especially in California, the drought caused by Bitcoin. All right, maybe not caused by Bitcoin, but it does say Bitcoin consumes nearly 1,600 billion Leaders, also known as gigaliters of water in 2021. That's a lot of fucking water, especially in drought-stricken areas. It is a lot of water. Wait. I'm- so if you buy something with Bitcoin in California, your transaction used the amount of water in a backyard swimming pool. Wow. Is that strange? It's just <laughs> an extremely power-hungry process. These figures come from Cambridge University, so they're no slackers, right? BBC News, also a reliable source. Maybe. The CNN of Europe. I don't know who's going to appreciate me saying that. None of them actually listen to this anyway, so fuck them both, CNN and BBC. Anyway. Yes, right. I'm attacking the big boys. (laughs) Bring it on, bitches. Y'all make shit up anyway. So, (laughs) but this is fact. One swimming pool's worth of water for every transaction used. What do you think about that? That's some scary stuff. Anyway, hmm. let me ask you let this serious question. How many of you do make purchases with Bitcoin? That's another curiosity. I've seen people saying that they've had customers try to pay them with Bitcoin. Some of them accept it, I think. Some of them don't. With so, all right, that's I even more know. interesting. Who accepts Bitcoin payments? You'd have to ask them. For swimming pool stuff. I, I know, know they exist. Talkingpools at gmail.com, right? Let us know. Send us an email and you can come and talk to us on the show. Maybe we'll do a live call in. We could do that again. We weren't going to do it today because you'd be witnessing a boxing match <laughs> on Boxing Day, no less. So, with. <laughs> no, that was three days ago. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So I guess you're not good with time zones either. Wait. Oh, Canada. No, they, Peter calls it boxing day as well. Does he? And what's this? This is the day that you wrap the presents. That's where the boxes come from. I, that's what I was assuming. I don't know if that's correct or not. Probably not. So it's the pot process of boxing presents for Christmas gifts. What other countries are we going to piss off today? Now that we've built (laughs) in fucking Canada. Our friends, you insulted Canada. You said you agreed with me. No, I started. No, you started. You said you watched a movie (laughs) that was Australian Canadian made, and that's where that came from. No, I didn't say that. You're putting words. We're looking right now for Canadian Boxing Day. Probably has nothing to do with swimming pools whatsoever. 
or with wrapping presents. It actually has something to do, uh, nothing to do with actual boxing as a sport either. It symbolizes, it symbolizes the generosity of the affluent once box surplus items for the less fortunate. Wow. So it's all about giving to the poor. Boxing Day. Aww. That's actually pretty cool. It's celebrated in Australia, Canada, and Europe. So it's actually not just Canada and Australia we've pissed off, apparently. We've managed to attack Europe in the process today. What other holidays can we talk about? I didn't attack anybody. I'm just eating my loaded tater tots Listen. because I'm not, I don't feel like getting hangry. I would just like to say, too, also, you know what? I say Merry Christmas to everybody. I know some people say, oh, don't say that. It's Merry Christmas. Go say Happy Holidays. You'd be offended. But that's like the best greeting I can give you. That's like wishing you a Merry Christmas is like wishing you such enormously great, fantastic day. And that's what you should take from it. It'd be the same as somebody wished you a Happy Kwanzaa or a Happy Ramadan. Even if somebody said, hey, Happy Hanukkah, I'd still look at it like a big gesture, right? Okay, so with that, though, we were talking about last week, we were talking about 2024, right? Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody has their predictions. Everybody's saying something. You got the folks down on Wall Street. You got all the economists talking about it. You got people in the pool industry speaking about it. You got each different company wondering what this means. So we even bring it as far, the next level, because at this point, when nobody knows what's going on, you might as well consult the psychics. So we did. We brought in a psychic. But I wanted to ask you, Andrea, because I don't know if we've done this just yet. What is your prediction for 2024 for the pool industry? Thanks for giving me a heads up and saying my name before I took that huge bite of food. Because I was literally about to stuff my fucking face. (laughs) What do I think about the pool industry in 2024? I think it's going to be swimming. (laughs) I don't know. Fucking people are going to swim. People <laughs> have we no, seen a down for, have we seen a down tick have we, you know everybody talks about how much there has been a definite downward <laughs> trend in the number of pools being built in, since in the building of pools and in the and in the request for new service well i don't know that that's actually started to head down but it does make sense that that's what comes next. So they call it a normalization of the industry because the big manufacturers are all reporting that their sales of product have leveled out. And builders are reporting that their pool build requests, whether they're booked out for a year or not, the requests are slowing down, which means next, logically, service follows. Yeah, because then there people are like, oh, I'll do it myself to save money. It could be. Right. So, or people just let it go completely. I've seen homeowners do that too. Fuck it. It's expensive. I'm not touching it. We'll just let it go green and leave it until next time. Ew. You've that seen it happen. Up, that fucks up the whole. Oh, yeah. No, I took over. Uh, well, not took over, but I was doing pools in a neighborhood that had been um, foreclosed on. Like the whole community was actually foreclosed. So. Who knows? I think what's you want. Here's my opinion. I think there's going to be a drop. There's going to be a bit of a recession. I don't think it's going to be anything like what we saw in 2008. I think it's going to be more of a hiccup. I think it's going to be a pain in the ass. I think it's going to be aggravating. I think it's going to be an annoyance. But I think we will all recover 
nicely from it as long as we make sound decisions while it's occurring. And I can't give you examples because there's way too many possibilities and answers and questions that could come up. All I can tell you is that... Wait, you're not a psychic? I am. I might possibly be. We don't know. (laughs) So, Oh, well, you know what they say. Bro. Oh my god. So here's Okay. I'm gonna eat my potatoes. I'm gonna eat my potatoes. This is what it's like to do an episode with somebody who's one. It's two 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 different things you're getting here. This is an episode between somebody with a food addiction. This is what you get, the Talking Cools podcast. All right, so I saw this food addiction my ass. I will die if I don't eat food. I think you're twisting my words a bit. I've never told. I'm not anyone, twisting your words. I have never told anyone. <laughs> okay. Not on this podcast. No. This has been the New Year's Eve edition, where it's been a little bit silly, and we're going to edit a whole bunch of it out because we will insult many nations of people. You will. But I think you started it. I said one of my said, favorite movies was from Canada and Australia. How is that? I also said, tell them? the Australians Merry Christmas. And you said, I absolutely did not. You did. So now we have to sacrifice a wallaby. No. One of my other favorite shows growing up as a kid was Rocco's Modern Life. He was a fucking wallaby. Okay. Go somewhere else with your silliness bullshit. And that's our episode for not this week. Not to Australia. Apparently, I've been banned from the country of Australia by my co-host. By me. <laughs> and probably the three co-hosts we have from that part of the world. Though Shane might not, Shane might let me in. I've well, not attacked New Zealand. He's not even in Austra- Australia. No, he's in New Zealand. And he's not even Kiwi from country. He's from Britain. Right. Well, yeah, the UK. That's Britain. I didn't say right. it wasn't. Which always made me wonder, too, if he knew Mary from Downton Abbey. I don't know if he knows a character from a fake show. Go eat your sandwich. I I don't have a sandwich. I have loaded tater tots that I brought from lunch, and now I just want a cheeseburger. I was sick to my stomach earlier. First week of the new year. Tater tots. What does your week look like? First week of the new year. What are you doing? What's your week look like? What do you got? Anything special going on in the pool world for you? I'm going to start it on Wednesday. (laughs) Of next week or tomorrow? No, this week. Tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, so you work tomorrow. I'm going to work tomorrow. Still not your first Oh, not my first week of the new year. No, that's your last week of this year. That's the pre-new year. (laughs) That's your last week of this year. It's the pre-new year. So what about next week? Uh, same, same fucking shit as I always do every week. Sling a pole. Sling a pole. Pole. Sling a pole. Swing a pole. 
slinger. Fucking drag my fucking vacuum back to some 25 pools in a day. She's a drag fucking pole slinging motherfucker. chlorine jugs and She's got get jugs. acid in my eye. I got acid in my eye last week at some point. Acid in her which eyes, day chlorine was. in her jugs, slinging the pole, dragging the vac. Oh, I had to acid wash a car. Oh, that's what it was. That that disgusting fountain that I went to, I acid washed the cartridge and uh, got some of that acid. I probably got pink eye from it, but the acid probably killed it all in one <laughs> shot. <laughs> that's not a treatment we recommend at home for conjunctivitis. That's it works, though. Yeah, do, something do that not recommend. We're not Andrews doctors. Head. No, nor do we play one on TV. That said... <laughs> This has been the Talking Pools podcast. This is the New Year's Eve edition, pre-New Year's Eve. It's coming up in a day or two. And we just wanted to tell everybody, you know what? We are wishing every single one of you motherfuckers the happiest New Year, the most prosperous New Year, and a kick-ass 2024. 2024. So weird. So until next time, be good, be safe. Thanks to our sponsors and thanks to our listeners. Every one of you are so much appreciated and you're fantastic. We love you. Thank you. What is everyone else's problem? <laughs> and let us know. Talkingpools at gmail.com. If I'm not careful thanks. when I edit this one, we won't have any sponsors next week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we should do like a buffer episode. <laughs> All right, my friend. I'll talk to you next week. Everybody else, God bless. Send us an email. Let us know what's up, man. We want to hear from you guys. Talkingpools at gmail.com. Because you know why? We have the best fucking listeners on the entire planet. That's a fact. Sure. Follow us. Like us. Share us. Give us the review. You know. Just don't touch us. It makes us feel icky. (laughs) Well, there's that. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People, for the Pool People, by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 